0: On the latest episode of the Drum Shuffle podcast, Jamie Eads talks with former Hot Tuna drummer Harvey Sorgan. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, J A M I E E A D S dot S.com. Are you overpaying for brand new tires? Stop it. Teen's Tires is the answer. Visit them online at facebook.comslash teen's tires or teen's tires.com. That's T I N E S tires.com. From the Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode 13 with Devin Williams. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know? Facebook page. Find it. Follow the podcast there. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com is the email address. Still going to trash, but you can test that inbox. Send me an email. Guest, again, second former WVU player to join me on Unreasonable Doubt is Devin Williams. Devin Williams was here for Press Virginia. He played three seasons at WVU. One of the best rebounders that. Bob Huggins has had at West Virginia, played pro ball in Puerto Rico, Australia, Turkey, the G League, and he's on the best Virginia roster that's going for $2 million later this summer in the TBT tournament. So very excited to share this with you. Here's my conversation with WVU great Devin Williams. Woody's Goodies is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Woody's Goodies, two locations, Marmette, St. Albans, West Virginia. Check out their Facebook page, Woody's Goodies. You can see what's in the store the next business day. You can follow the Woody's Goodies Facebook page each week if you like and share their post. You can be entered in a $50 giveaway right now at the St. Albans location. Lots of cool stuff. Stuff for the car, stuff for the kitchen, stuff for the outdoorsman. They have a cat tree. I've seen a lot of cat trees. I have cats, as you know. This cat tree at the St. Albans location has blue carpet. It's really striking. Check out that cat tree and more at Woody's Goodies, Marmette, St. Albans. All right, Devin Williams, welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me. Um, I've got to start with a very serious question. Is there anyone stronger than you on the planet Earth?
1: Uh, no, I don't believe, so I think I may be the strongest guy in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Yes! I would
0: love that answer. I be, I legit believe it. I really believe it. Um, what you're putting on Instagram and just remembering you with the Mountaineers—like I can't think of anybody stronger—and I'm glad you agree. Um, when you played Rico Gathers uh, at Baylor, is is that the strongest guy you played against in college?
1: Uh, yeah, I have to say he was probably was the strongest guy i played in college. Um, he was pretty mobile, too. So, yeah, I definitely thought uh, at the time, you know, he was uh, probably, I think, a year or two years before me. So, you know, once I started to develop my body, you know, everything just started to catch up. But, you know, for the time being, um. Yeah, I would have said Rico was probably one of my, you know, strongest matchup in um, college by far.
0: What about what about professionally? Who's the strongest guy you've played against professionally?
1: Um, I ran into a few guys, but you know, I don't, I, I haven't ran into somebody that I can say like you know more uh, physically stronger than me. Maybe you know uh, physically appearance. Uh, may look stronger but you know just outright stronger um I I don't think I've uh, come across that yet.
0: I don't think you have either. I think that's absolutely right. right. Um now you don't play with the Rex specs anymore. Um Yeah. Do you miss that? Is there is there a chance we'd ever see the Rex specs come back?
1: Yeah I miss it. Um the the kind that I was wearing in college, um, they stopped making that brand, so um, oh, no. I, really was, uh, I wasn't really liking the other styles of goggles um, that were out there. So, you know, I just switched over to the contacts, and I've just been rolling with it since. But if I was able to find the same pair of goggles that I had when I was in college, I would gladly more and more gladly to go back to
0: that <laughs> dude it was a unique look and and I loved it yeah. and it made you stand out I mean you still stand out because you're as we as we both determine you're the strongest man on earth but the Rex Packs right. really kind of brought a different flavor is did you have a favorite NBA player that played with Rex specs uh, I don't
1: think my favorite NBA player went on uh, my favorite NBA player was um Kevin Garnett. Mm. And, like you said, I think, I think at the time I was just blind, so, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't comfortable with wearing contacts yet. So, the goggles was the easiest way of, uh, you know, just getting on and off the court. Right. With us, with seeing, but, you know, I tried to contact thing, and I didn't think it was bad. And, uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for sure. I get the question all the time um, why I don't wear the goggles anymore. I just explain something. You know, they don't make the same brand, so it's, it's, it doesn't have the same feel for me.
0: Right. So you. So you like the Amare kind of glasses, and the yeah. um, it just wasn't feeling right. The Horace Grant kind of swim swim goggles. But they probably don't make that. If they don't make yours, they probably don't make the horse grants anymore.
1: Um, I think they make something similar to the ones that like Spider Man wants to see more. Uh, they're more like uh.
0: But that's like something you wear for like playing racquetball or something. Like it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, like yeah. deer
1: hunting or like um, <laughs> uh, we shoot the guns.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a more of a safety thing instead of. Like in the eighties yeah. and early nineties, it was a it was a basketball thing. Like Kareem wore him, yeah. James Worthy, I think, wore him the best. Um but the, very few. But like those guys are Hall of Famers. So I think in right. the Mount Rushmore Mount Rushmore of Rex Backs, I think it's you and Kareem and Worthy and Horace Grant.
1: So oh man, that's that's big time.
0: That's big time, right? I'll take
1: that. I'll take that any day. <laughs>
0: Um, you played, uh, with Jonathan Holton in Morgantown. Do you, what's your best Jonathan Holton story?
1: Uh, I have a lot of stories, man. Jonathan was just always energetic, you know, a happy guy. Uh, you know, somebody we just, I just got along with. I just know, uh, you know, every time John, Probably made a foul on the ball. He'll, he'll give that look like he didn't do anything wrong. And I <laughs> right. think that was the funniest part. He would just look like just astonished that they called the foul on him. Right. And he'd just look around. So I think that probably was the best moment.
0: Wide eyed, yeah. Oh yeah. I can. Re- I remember but that he look. He had
1: no yeah. clue. He actually had <laughs> no clue. He, he would think it would be a fair, a fair call, fair ball. And one other to stand, but uh, I could pinpoint one moment with John. I think the whole time that when me and Johnson played together was you know, it was it was just absolutely fun because uh, I, I believe I led the league and rebounded, and he was number two, so we basically were like one and two tandem, far as you know, just running the offense and the boards and defensive boards.
0: That's amazing. He, like, I remember when he was guarding inbound off a made shot he was like and I even videotaped it because I couldn't believe he was doing it but like screaming counting the 10 that's my yeah. favorite That, and I don't know if he did that all the time but it stood out that one game I don't know how you don't get a technical doing that
1: yeah Donald, that's, that's not just energetic you know uh, make you feel his presence any way he can with his voice his, his length his energy uh his motor, he he was just a, a a guy that knew how to use his uh, small tangible to make him, out, uh, you know, stand out even bigger. Right. So I definitely keep up with uh, John. All everyone, um, I keep up with everybody. I still keep up with everybody. I know I haven't been up there in a while, but you know, I keep up with everybody. Stay in touch. Uh, and just. You know, I think everybody know, you know, what uh what I got going, so it's something that's respected. But yeah.
0: That's awesome, man. And you and you've done that too, so much so. I mean, you've played in G League, you've played overseas, you've played for the national team. Tell me about that. What was it like playing for Jeff Van Gundy?
1: Um <clears throat> I think I think Jeff Jeff Van Gundy goes into one of my top. Uh, I, I don't have an order, but definitely uh, top five uh, coaches that I've been playing for so far in my lifetime. I think, you know, um, this is my theory. I think with Jeff, uh, Coach Jeff doing, like, commentating you know, doing a lot of things behind the scene and just being involved with some of the, you know, greatest players of, that play this game, I think when I had the chance to go play for him he when when he spoke everything he spoke was uh, a painted picture he painted a picture very well you know as far as what he needed his players to do and and, and wanted his players to learn and I think that was you know big just for my development definitely with becoming a professional I think that was only my second year out of uh, college and still trying to learn Um, It takes to be a a professional, big, and you know do you know things at a high level. I think he did a great job with uh, with painting that picture, and uh, he he, kind of challenged me when I first walked in. Um, Definitely playing for a legendary coach like Bob Huggins. I think you know uh, you're never under the radar, and he knew what type of kids Uh, Bobby Huggins always recruits. And, um, you know, I've done a great job for myself to make a name for myself. So when I came in, the first thing he said to me, I introduced myself. He was like, yeah, I know who you are. And then he was like, I don't think you can. uh, We'll we'll have to see if you can rebound that ball uh, the same way against these uh, European kids. It's a lot much more uh, tougher, you know, just throwing a lot of things at me to see if it will, to see how we're responding. Uh, I actually responded the right way. And at the end, when we had won our, a uh, few games that we had played, he was like, I was, but he was very impressed with, you know, what I brought to the table. And I actually got to show him a little bit more, not the whole bag, but just enough to show him that, you know, I am the rebounder that you know, I'm portrayed to be, a, you know, a lot more. So, that's it was awesome. Just a great experience all the way around. I had fun.
0: One of those uh, games you played against Puerto Rico and Gary Brown, right? What was that like?
1: Yeah, that was that was the uh, that was the the U.S. thing going on, and y'all got to meet up with Gary. So it was just it was just a great like. It's just been a great experience for me these last four years. Uh, I've been grinding it out. Well, three years. It's been three seasons. Uh, this this upcoming season will make my fourth uh, season. But these last three seasons, I've had the chance to play against Gary. Um, I was just in uh, Turkey, Turkey with Dennis Kalich. Right. Uh, and then yeah, I was in uh, Puerto Rico for the summer league summertime last year, playing with Gary. So. I've been fortunate enough these first three seasons to be around people I know and, um, alumni at that. So
0: right. That's crazy. It's been great.
1: It's been great. It's yeah. been great. I've, I've been able to, you know, learn what I need to learn and also, you know, be around people that I'm, I'm comfortable with and, and know, you know, the same grind as me. So it's been great.
0: That's awesome, man. So I, I, few more questions and i'll get you out of here uh you're you're going to be part of the best virginia team that plays in the tbt uh later in <laughs> july and it's a winner take all tournament so uh let's let's just say, let's just say the number 100,000 car you would buy with a $100,000 budget
1: uh car I guess I'm fortunate. I'm, I'm fortunate, man. It's been a blessing. I actually just bought a truck.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. My first People just, I guess my trophy. Something I could, I actually love that car. I've been washing it like three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if I was to get, if I was to receive $100,000 from this tournament, I think my next step would probably be giving me a house. Hmm. So I definitely want I need I have a car. I would I would love to have a house uh next year that I'm I'm comfortable with and I can have some cookouts and stuff. Oh like yeah guys do. Nice. So that's what I would do with my hundred thousand hours.
0: Fantastic. Progress. I'll be rooting for you guys. I, I think I think y'all are gonna surprise some people. So I'm excited to see that. Um you're from Cincinnati area. What's your thoughts on Cincinnati style chili? Like Skyline chili, Gold Star chili. Thoughts on that?
1: Uh I'm not really into the uh which one better cuz I like both. Um I think I think we have a lot of great food out here other than Skyline chili. I think Skyline chili is a little bit overrated. You have to mm. think about Montgomery and Gold Star and Skyline. Let me not. Let me not just break that quote. Sure, sure, sure. Gold Gold Star and Skyline. I think is like the brand ambassador for Cincinnati, but we forget about like Montgomery and
0: Montgomery Inn, and I've been at once. It's like with the like the ribs and the barbecue yeah, sauce. The yeah, that's pretty good.
1: It's this a lot of great places down here. You can get some great smoked chicken wings and.
0: Greater's, uh, ice, okay. uh, greater's, greater's ice cream okay, what about greater's ice cream? Is that overrated, underrated, properly rated? No,
1: I think it's over I think it's underrated. Mm. I think I, man, you know, Skyrider Goldstar has been on top for so long that it just, you know, you forget about the the, the other people, the smaller people. Right. They they are like greaters. I think greaters is definitely uh in that in that conversation of one and two you might have to just put one at one and and make it a top record between them <laughs> two chilly places and give greater number two. There you go. And, uh, Montgomery and number three for me.
0: That's good, man. That barbecue sauce is really it's, – it's on point. Yeah. Uh, all right, final question. I'm, I'm asking everybody this in the off season. If the Williams family, like Game of Thrones, had like an animal for House Williams – on its crest, what would the Williams family house crest animal be? Something that represents the family.
1: So, you know, you know, it's crazy. I feel bad because this isn't the first time I, I had Game of Thrones conversation, and I haven't still tuned into this Game of Thrones, man.
0: You don't have to. You're not. It's it's all right. I would go. Yeah, at, I for know. the course it's, of it, you're not. You're not going to miss out in life if you don't watch Game of Thrones. I just use that as like a marker for like what I'm talking about. But like, you know, right? Uh, med- medieval times, older times, people, right. you know, families would have like, this is the family symbol. And I'm trying to think of, I've thought a little bit about that. What? So it's like animals or, you know, sometimes like flowers or whatever. What would be... So do they
1: have like dragons.
0: Yeah, dragons, right. Fake animals. So what? what would represent... I'm obviously thinking like a strong animal, but like what what would be on the Williams family crest?
1: That's a good question. You really actually got me over here, really contemplating about that.
0: It's something to think about because uh, it's like it's 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 almost like if it was a real thing that you were doing, it's almost more important than like a tattoo or like a, a truck yeah, it's like
1: culture, right? Here. Yeah,
0: it's like right. Culture. Like you're setting like that for like generations of your family.
1: So no, it's right. I, I don't know, maybe uh a sun or something ooh maybe maybe the sun because you can't live without the sun so i think
0: nice uh, okay the sun that's a good one I, and and th- i mean don't make any rash decisions if you go that route think about it some more but i like that one it's not an animal right. but it's got some meaning and i like that
1: right yeah i i'll stick with that one
0: awesome well, man, I really appreciate it. We had some technical difficulties getting to this point, but I appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. I wish you the best of luck in your in your pro career. Good luck in the TBT tournament, uh, and hope to yeah. see you in one of these alumni games coming up. Are yeah, you going to be a part of that? There. I'll be up
1: there for the uh, alumni games. I'll be up there for all the uh, you know the, the the get-togethers and things like that. So July 6th. I uh, will be up there in Morgantown, West Virginia, and I definitely will be there for the execution. Day.
0: So, awesome, I'm man! Just,
1: uh, down here, enjoying my family, working out, and getting my body ready. So when I do come up there, I, you know, I'll be I'll definitely be ready to, you know, rock and roll.
0: All right, man. I'm looking forward to it, Devin Williams. Thank you for joining me on Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. All right, thank you. Dire Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. Dyer Prime Creative Group, located right here in West Virginia. Happy birthday, West Virginia. Dire Prime, a West Virginia company, a veteran company, a family company. They're a full-service graphic shop. They'll help you with the design for your business, for your nonprofit, for your charity, for your Frisbee golf league. They'll help you with the design. They don't charge design fees or screen fees. And they'll put your design on a t-shirt, on a frisbee, on a frisbee golf hat, on a frisbee golf shoe. You get the idea. Over a million different things they can put your design on. Find out more. Call or text them 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at direprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at DyerPrime. Big thanks again to Devin Williams for joining me on the podcast. You can see him in July at the various West Virginia alumni stops in Fairmont, Beckley, and Martinsburg. Find out more about that at jflowent.com to get tickets to those events. And Devin's on Instagram at underscore godsbody. Because he's the strongest man on earth. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. But if you had to pick a couple or just one, pick Apple Podcasts. It's there. Pick Spotify. It's there. Pick Anchor.fm. It's there. Pick Gasbox. Subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. I appreciate you doing that for me. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2019-2020 season is zero and zero.